1: Before we get into the episode, I want to let you know about and apologize for some technical difficulties we had in the middle of this episode that we did not notice while recording, but certainly heard it on the replay back. Around 25 minutes while I'm talking about the Green Bay Packers, and most specifically Geronimo Allison, I cut out for a good 10-15 seconds. Apologies there, we're doing our best to keep the audio as prime as possible, but um, I basically was mentioning that Geronimo Allison is out now for the fantasy season and Marcus Valdez-Scanling should get a boost in that game. Without any further ado, let's get into the episode. TCK Potters, happy Friday. Sky and Daniel back with you with our longtime brother, Curly. Here dishing out the Week 10 NFL picks and checking in with our fantasy teams. As always, make sure to email us your fantasy questions to our email address, tckpod at gmail.com. And shoot us a DM on Instagram at thecandlestickkids with the hashtag tckpod. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get into it.
0: Can you spell Pat? sightly? spell it. K-I-T-T-Y Puss- Pers- oh. We're terrific. We're colossal. We're mediocre. Physical fascination, the teacher a head cut off. How we doing tonight, gentlemen? Uh, doing pretty darn good. Had some uh, had some delicious Chinese food for dinner, and uh, and now I've just been looking looking ahead at these playoff schedules, uh, looking to see which defenses have the juiciest matchups. So it's pretty crazy, man. Week ten already, playoffs here we come. Great. How you doing? How you doing, Daniel?
2: I'm doing well. I'm uh, I'm enjoying a an oak barrel aged raspberry sour beer.
0: Wow, so, that's a I, lot. I there's hit, a lot going
2: on. I hit, that's a lot to hit. I've up. hit the peak of, of snobbishness right now. Um, and uh, <laughs> big ups to, to Breakside Brewery in, in the lovely city of Portland, one of like 8,000 good breweries in Portland. Sure. But, uh, but anyway, they, they do great stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, I got to be honest, man. I'm, I'm definitely a, a fan of, of quality uh, beers, but sours are not my yeah. jam. Polarizing. I've
2: I, people I've everyone I've talked to either loves them or or thinks that they're the most disgusting thing they've ever had. So I, I'm on. I'm in the former.
0: Hmm. A, uh, a brewery around here uh, up in Flagstaff, uh, they had a summer ale. It was a, a cucumber ale. Yeah. It was really freaking delicious. It was so smooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A hint of just a hint of cucumber and a little melon, but oh man, that was really good. That's I awesome. bet something. I bet something like that tastes delicious cold when it's 140 degrees. So that's <laughs> oh dude. Oh yeah. (laughs) Righteous. Half frozen beer. There you go.
1: Cool. All right. Well, let's get into it guys. We got a, we got a big, big week slated here. We'll jump right into it. Uh, The teams on by this week, the Ravens, Vikings, Texans, and Broncos. Um, We are getting into uh, Chicago. Let's start off first in Chicago where the Lions face the Bears. Uh, Who do you got? Who do you
0: got here? The Bears, the Bears were the easy pick for sure. Uh, as I mentioned when we were talking about trades just the other day, I, I think I ripped up on the Lions offense a little bit there. So I'll go a little easier so you, you know how I feel about them. But yeah, the, the Lions offense, they looked pretty dreadful this past week uh, against definitely a mess against the Vikings. Uh, they didn't get a single TD. Uh, Matthew Stafford threw for 199 passing yards. Uh, And then they had 66 rushing yards for the whole team, 66 rushing yards. That's not going to cut it. Um, But the Lions, you know, on one positive note, they did hold the Vikings to only 200, 283 total offensive yards. Um, But anywho, they still got pretty smashed. Um, So, yeah. And the bears just smashed up on the bills. Trubisky, uh, he's looking more and more comfortable back there. So he's playing at home this week. So it's yeah, easy pick for me with the bears.
2: Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take the bears too, but I I will say I will I will considering it's a, a, a spoiler alert for some of you listeners. We uh the three of us actually agree this week uh, more than I think in previous weeks, but I will I will occasionally voice uh some dissent uh just for fun, but I'm picking the bears on the record, but but I, I don't I'm not as uh, as in agreement that this is that this is sort of a no-brainer. I feel like the lions if you look at what they've done this year, they've had stretches where they've been terrible. They've been desperate, and then they all of a sudden do crazy things like upset the Patriots in week three. Um, and I feel like, as tanking as I think some people think, uh, I think there's, it's looking like potentially uh, a lot of this is going to depend on how healthy Khalil Mack is um, in this game. But if he's, especially if he's not fully healthy or, or doesn't play, um, I think this game could potentially get relatively interesting. Uh, that being said, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hedge my bets and 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 pick the Bears. They are probably the better team.
1: Okay, well, to make your decision easier, uh, Khalil Mack is likely to play this week, first time in two weeks. Uh, he's been sitting the last two weeks with a sprained right ankle. Um, the Bears could easily do without him against the Jets and the Bills, uh, but it was said that he probably right. could have played last week if they needed him. Mm-hmm. Now, here's something you may want to know about, uh, about Khalil Mack's damage on this game here the Lions just gave up a franchise record to uh, yeah. 10 sacks for the Minnesota ten Vikings. Sacks. So um, I, I don't think this one's close, man. I mean, without golden Tate, the Lions just don't look right and their defense is pretty porous. I will take the bears uh, pretty handily in this game. Actually. Um, I think in uh in soldier field. So I'll take the bears big. Let's move on. Uh, we're on to Cincinnati, like Belichick. We got the saints coming into town facing the Bengals. Um, I got the Saints big. I don't think there's much to say here. Uh, A.J. Green's not going to play this game. For the Bengals, Saints are on fire, even on the road. I think it might be closer than usual, but I got the Saints Saints big here with uh, with their new homie in town, Des Bryant.
0: Yeah, Saints as well. Not much to say, like you said. Uh, just a couple stats for you to think about. Uh, Saints are ranked number two overall points por- per game, mm-hmm. offensive points per game. Uh, they're averaging 34.9 points per game. Uh, the Bengals' defense is ranked third most points allowed per game at 29.6. So this one's going to be this one might be a high scorer there.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Saints too. They're obviously the better team. Um, I, I will say again, just to be a pain in the ass a little bit. Uh, something, something, <laughs> so, 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 something. I was something I was reading about this idea of trap games, right? So they just played the Rams. They got the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles coming up in week 11. This idea that uh, a team might fall asleep at the wheel a little bit. Uh, And they have had, Saints have had some weird games, that weird game against the Browns where they escaped kind of barely uh, with a win. So uh, I don't actually believe this to be true, really. I think the Saints are are going to beat them, and I think it's going to be significant. But I don't know. I'm having fun. i I, reasons for reasons that are going to lose to possibly win.
1: I generally dig the narrative overall, but um, I just think it's, it's uh, overblown in this particular scenario. Um, If they had AJ green, like I said, I think it'd be a closer game in general uh, with the Bengals being at home, Drew Brees being outside on the road, yada, yada. However, without AJ green, I just don't think the saints are going to have to, I mean, Tyler Boyd's solid, but I don't think he's a number one, number one. Uh, I think they're going to stack the box uh, more so than usual and shut down Joe Mixon. Uh, I don't think shut down, shut down, but certainly corral him. And I just don't think outside of Taylor Boyd, uh, uh, Tyler Boyd, excuse me, I don't think there's many more weapons there uh, for the Bungles. So I could see the Saints getting up early, and um, I could see this being a, a big Mark Ingram game, actually. Uh, I don't think Dez is going to play. Um, and even if he does, I think it will be a decoy. But I do see this being uh, a second half for Mark Ingram here. So he could be a, a potential spot start um, against a horrendous uh, defense. Also, the, the Bengals rank 32nd against the pass. So I don't think Drew Brees is going to have to throw much more after maybe the first quarter. But uh if he does, I think they're going to just absolutely pick him apart. Um, so with A.J. Green out for a couple of weeks, I'm definitely worried about the Bengals. And they're 5-3 and three here, but if they drop a couple with – A.J. Green out, uh, they're going to be hurting in that division with the uh, Steelers and Ravens and, uh, you know, the Browns, who aren't aren't as horrible. Um, I mean, they're not winning very many games, but they're certainly a better team this year. So uh, I see the Saints uh, end this one big time. Uh, let's go into Cleveland, talk about those Browns. The Browns host the uh, Falcons, who came out of a bye on fire, dismantled the uh, Redskins on the road last week. Uh, Julio Jones, of course, gets his first touchdown of the season, and... um Matt Ryan is is playing uh, closer to his 2016 MVP self. Uh, do you guys think the Browns have a chance here at, at home?
0: No, no, not really. Uh, the Falcons, the Falcons are improving on offense and on defense. You know, the Browns are, are improving a teensy bit every week, a very tiny bit every week. But yeah, coaches, coaching change and everything. Uh, I mean, if the weather is a little brutal, I can see Matt Ryan having some issues, and it could be a close game. But uh, that, that's really the only factor I see playing in here. Uh, I don't. I don't know. What do you? What do you think, Daniel?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to come up with another good reason why I think the Browns could win. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're at
2: home, right? I mean, there you go. That's about it. Yeah. Other than that, I think uh, yeah, they're they're you're right in that the Browns I think are are you know on an interesting trajectory, but, but yeah, with all the kind of chaos over there and I I just can't, I can't see them upsetting the red hot Falcons who are really clicking right now. So uh, no, definitely taking the Falcons. No brainer
1: for me. Cool. Fair enough. And uh, just a quick note, um, which uh, I mean, it's, it's kickers. So first of all, if you don't play in fantasy leagues with kickers, then disregard. But if you do uh, Giorgio Tavecchio is still going to remain to be the kicker. Um, Matt Bryan has been (laughs) out with a hamstring for a couple of weeks And uh, the Falcons kicker in general is a quality asset in fantasy leagues if you do play with kickers. So just a heads up that Tavecchio will remain the kicker. I bring that up more so because in NFL football, kickers do matter. uh, Ask the Browns. Um, And uh, the only way I think this is possibly a challenging matchup for the Falcons is if uh, somehow they can corral uh, Julio Jones, which I don't think they can. But if they do, Denzel Ward has been playing incredibly um, but if uh, they can shut down H- Julio Jones and Matt Ryan, who much like Drew Brees plays much worse on the road a e outside so if Cleveland is a tricky place to play on Sunday, um, this could be uh, closer, and uh you know the kicking game might be uh, might come into suspect so i 'll take the Falcons uh, uh big here too actually, I think all these games so far we talked about are going to be lopsided in my opinion uh but um we 'll see if it if it comes out in the kicking game and Hey, maybe we'll go to overtime. The Browns haven't been to overtime in a couple of weeks, so they're, they're due, I guess. Sure. Cool. Let's move on to Indianapolis. The Colts face the Jaguars. Um, man, at the beginning of the season and last year, I mean, I, I, the Jags absolutely like destroyed the Colts without Andrew Luck last year and that defense and, um, and Leonard Fournette. And this year, man, the Jags are just not the Jags. looks like Fournette will play this week. Um, he is back, so if you have him in your lineups, you're firing him up. But on the Colts side, man, uh, I'm I'm definitely eating my words here on, on Andrew Luck. Uh, that's for sure. Um, so, what do you guys think about this one? I think, uh, you know, it's a closer game, divisional game. Do you think uh, the Jags have a chance? They've been reeling pretty bad. And the Colts have been on fire, honestly. Uh, Daniel, I'll let you take this one first.
2: Yeah, this is – crazy thing i mean i'm picking the colts uh and and that's insane i mean i just like i just going into this going to into the season i don't think anybody was really willing to pick against the jaguars in almost any game except for maybe some of the best teams the really top teams but even then i think you know we were kind of debating i remember early in the year will they beat the patriots uh they're they, like you know i think they could beat the patriots but but it's like i it's hard picking them against anybody with the exception of the the you know the bills and the really lowly teams of the league um so yeah i mean i i think andrew you know the colts offense is firing on all cylinders they're relatively healthy now finally it seems like ty hilton seems to be healthy jack doyle came back and had a nice game before the bye uh you know so they have uh all of a sudden a really impressive passing attack marlon mack has been eating people up um so uh and the, and you know like Bortles, mike dropped end of story <sighs> Like Bortles,
0: just drop the mic with Bortles <laughs> they're, they're, they're b-
2: the Jags are b- Bortlesing themselves right out of contention so
0: uh so yeah it's it's ugly yeah it took me a while I, I agree it is weird picking the Colts it took me a while to write their name down because it just didn't feel right I was like Jags I had to do some research I'm like yeah I guess I really have to go with the Colts and as you said, yeah, they're, they they have a lot of guys coming back from injuries. So all of a sudden, the, the Colts are freaking stacked on offense. Holy and finally, finally, for the first time in Andrew Luck's career, he has a pretty good offensive line. Right. That's that's a really important thing there. That's, that's real good to see as an Andrew Luck fan. Um, yeah, they have two really good tight ends. They have two pretty decent running backs. They have T. Y. Hilton back, and you know they have a couple, couple okay wide receivers behind him. So, man, yeah, yeah, it'll be this will be a really interesting game for the Colts. This might be a good turning point. I mean, I don't expect them to make the playoffs this year, but they could finish this season off strong, and they could be a, a really good team uh, going into next season. Yeah, I agree. I think the Colts being at home
1: is a huge, huge part of this right now for the pick. I think it'd be fifty fifty. Uh, if if they were in Jacksonville, but because they're in Indianapolis, I think Andrew Luck is just on fire in the Dome, and uh, the Jags are are hurting. So I'll take I'll take the Colts, and uh, just the most updated um, we have on Leonard Fournette is that he is he is going to be ready to go. So um,
0: how many touches? Yeah, he's going to get like thirty to forty touches. I <laughs> I, I mean I,
1: I mean know. they got
0: they got to be careful though. I mean at this point yeah.
2: they have, they have, I think they have to seriously start thinking that they need to look towards the future. And so if I'm them, yeah, yeah. if I'm them, I, I'm not going all out on Fournette. To rush him a hundred times and, and try to make the playoffs. I would rather them take it easy with him. And even if it means more Bortles and they stink and they lose, you know, they, they shouldn't give up their future because of that.
1: I, right. I, I totally agree. And they did bring in Carlos Hyde, who's not necessarily been incredible right. in Jacksonville or anything, but he's there to spell touches. I think, you know, I'd be shocked if... If uh Fournette got more than like twelve touches, maybe just to kind of, you know, knock the rust off like we saw with Dalvin Cook um last week. So I, I wouldn't expect a lot. However, I think the only way possible the Jags win this game is if they can keep uh luck off the field. So I think just a three-headed monster in Jacksonville is going to be a big run game for them. I just don't think Fournette is nest excuse me, uh Fournette is gonna be a um, Bulk of that, I guess I would say, in the first game back, but we shall see. Dalvin Cook looked really good, and hopefully, uh, the Jags have done their part to keep him out long enough. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, let's move on to Kansas City. Man, the Kansas City Chiefs get a bye this week against the Arizona Cardinals at home. Um, <laughs> yeah. Over under, let's see. Chiefs win by, well, I'm going to say, how about uh, 28 over under? Over easily. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to take the under on that one. 28. 28 oh come on! Yeah, 20 a lot if it's not
2: college. <laughs> That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. I'm taking.
0: Have you I, seen the Cardinals this year, buddy? <laughs> but it's okay
2: because every because Larry Fitzgerald's good again, guys. It's okay. He's going to score several touchdowns because uh, otherwise, I will probably lose my fantasy week, uh, or my fantasy week. But um, but anyway, yeah, I am taking the under on twenty-eight. But uh, I'm I would take the over on. 20 let's put it that way so somewhere between
1: 20 and 30 fair enough i don't think there's much to talk about in this game yeah the 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 Chiefs should run it up here pretty quickly on the cardinals um curly anything to mention on this one or can we skip ahead here we got it we got a doozy coming up next chiefs 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 all right next up we got the bills and the jets
0: Uh, everybody uh, you have to
2: contain contain (laughs) contain your excitement everybody
0: I think they just I don't I don't this game just might just disappear from the weekend. I got
1: another question for you. Who has which team has more defensive fantasy points?
0: Bills or Jets? Jets. Yeah, I have the Jets, so I'm gonna say the Jets. Yeah, I have the Jets in the listener league too. So. Alright, I'm gonna take the Bills. <laughs> take the Bills. The Jets the Jets seem like they're kinda like the I know they they just they're a little crazier on defense. They like to blitz a lot more and get a little crazy, so I can see that.
1: The Bills, man. The Bills defense is legit though. Unfortunately,
0: they, they both teams have
1: to play offense though contractually. So,
2: we'll see what happens so, here, but I, I uh, I'm I'm taking I'm taking the the Jets putting up more defensive points no matter what, but if especially if we get more Nate Peterman, then it's a no-brainer, I think. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, it looks like it looks like we are going to get uh Nate Peterman and we're also gonna get Josh McCown uh who's gonna be filling in for right. um Sam Darnold, of course. And unfortunately for Sam Darnold, man, he uh he's been walking around in a boot and it looks like he's actually got a, a pretty rough uh yeah. foot situation going. So this might be a couple of weeks. Um so you know, we'll see. But uh, you know, jets jets all across there then. Yep. Okay, let's move on to Tampa Bay then. we got the Buccaneers and the Redskins. I'll go first on this one because I had a, a little switcheroo here before we got on the podcast. Oh, what? Earlier today, check it out. Hold on, hold on, listen. check Earlier today I had the Redskins over the Bucs. I'm going to go the Bucs now. And the reason I'm going to go the Bucs is after further research and remembering that the Redskins don't even have a team left yeah. um, <laughs> and their their defense is okay but not good enough. I mean, they have to play offense too, and Al Smith is not throwing it down the field. Adrian Peterson will be fine, but they don't have Chris Thompson. Capri Bibbs hasn't been doing much. All their receivers are toast. Jordan Reed is not Jordan Reed. Vernon Davis is fine, but he's good for two catches and a touchdown a game. I just – the Bucks defense is terrible. I just think Fitzmagic is going to be, be able to out – just out, you know, firebomb him and, and throw his token four touchdowns. Al Smith will throw three touchdowns maybe, or AP will get one, he'll throw two. And the Bucks will get it at home. So I wanted to pick the Redskins because I think you know healthy they're they're a better overall team for sure. But they are just not man. They've lost a bunch of their O line, their D line, all their receivers are out. They don't have Chris Thompson. Worried about the Redskins overall.
0: Bucks are at home. I'll take the Bucks. Yeah, I agree. Pretty much, pretty much said it all there. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm picking the Bucks as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel man. I feel bad. Like the Redskins were a pretty solid team just two weeks ago, and all of a sudden they are completely done they've so. been
1: destroyed
0: dude i mean they just put like six guys on
1: the ir in the last two weeks it's yeah insane. i know it's pretty
2: crazy they're they're down to i think i believe maurice harris is their top receiver as i understand it
1: who crushed last um, week but he's not going to be yeah a he did but week. yeah
2: yeah yeah right right you um, know i mean those, I a, those guys I, are
1: cool when they pop up but then then the team's like oh who the hell is this guy and then they figure it out <laughs>
2: I have a I have a a fantasy relevant redskins related question but I think I'll save it until we start talking about our fantasy teams. Fair enough. So I'll, I'll hold off for now.
1: Beautiful. Let's move on here then uh we're going into Tennessee. Uh Tennessee comes off a big win um, in Dallas on Monday night football that was actually pretty surprising to me at least. Um and they are hosting the uh, Patriots who are quite on fire after their uh you know their slow start in September. We all knew it was coming. Well, the Patriots are the Patriots and um gronk and sony michelle or not uh the patriots are on fire right now what do you you guys think uh, tennessee has a chance at home
0: no no not much of a chance here uh especially with sony michelle back i think i think that man that patriot definitely like super bowl caliber you know high 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 scoring offense with sony michelle in there and they were just cruising and when he got injured, they slowed down a little bit, but then they figured out how to get Cordell Patterson right. the ball, um, which is pretty – God, I love Belichick. He just, he just grabs whatever players he has, and he just – you know, he's so good at, at just molding a team out of whoever he can find. Uh, he's one of my favorite coaches. But, yeah, just, just some quick stats before I, I turn it over to Daniel. New England uh, points per game. Uh, New England is at 22.4. So pretty good there. Uh, and uh, the Titans are one of the best uh, defenses with uh, points allowed per, per game only at 18. So it, it could be it could be a, a good defensive matchup for the Titans. But, yeah, I mean, it's the Patriots, so I'm going to pick the Patriots here.
2: Yeah, to, to your point, uh, Curly, I was just looking, I was noticing this earlier, uh, in our league of record, among running backs currently available on the waiver wire, Cordarell Patterson is the leading point getter for the 2018 season. Uh, so yeah and
0: he was he's he's officially officially, able to be a running back now
2: too a a comma running back uh which is awesome Awesome. um anyway yes i agree i will take i will take the patriots easily i don't care if they have gronk uh uh they will have sony michelle as i understand it i mean i care if they have gronk because i own gronk as frustrating as that is but nevertheless um uh yeah i think all of a sudden i think people were worried well brady's not going to have weapons this year but all of a sudden jesus christ I mean, uh, you know, the return of Josh Gordon, the rise of James White, uh, you know, everything that's kind of gone on over there. Obviously, Ju- having, you know, Julian Edelman has, has, you know, came up, you know, guns a-blazing after his suspension. So they, they got a ton of weapons. Uh, happy for the Titans after their win this past week. That was cool uh, to, see, to see the offense mm-hmm. finally look good um, and, uh, and seemingly semi-healthy. But, uh, but no, not, not, not against New England, I'm, I'm sorry to say.
1: Yeah, likewise. Too much firepower here. Um, I think down Corey Davis and one game is not going to be able to get going. They haven't been all season. I don't think Deion Lewis um, is going to be able to do too much versus former team Um, and Derrick Henry, you know, other than falling into the end zone occasionally on accident, he hasn't been able to do much, unfortunately. I think there's too much firepower here. Uh, Patriots on the road. Let's take on uh, the Oakland Raiders uh, looking to bounce back after what, uh, eight consecutive bye weeks um, <laughs> facing the uh, divisional rivals, the red hot um, and on fire uh, Los Angeles chargers um, chargers, big Raiders don't have a chance. Yep. Yeah,
2: that'll do it. Um, the Raiders are
0: sad. Man. The Raiders, <laughs> God, the
2: Raiders So sad. Um, Yeah, I still still maintain my assertion that I'm not buying into the Chargers as much as everybody else is, but it doesn't take much to beat the Raiders, so they will beat the Raiders.
1: Fair enough. Let's move into Lambeau Field. The Packers take on the Dolphins. Uh, Packers need a win. Bad. Yeah. Rodgers is – Geronimo Allison out for the – he's on the – I think he can come back week 17 – Uh, potentially, if he's even healthy by then, and if the Panthers, or Panthers, Packers, excuse me, are even in play. On his core muscle, which just sounds brutal as hell. Uh, So Geronimo Allison's out. Um, I, man... Packers need a win. I'm picking the Packers because I just believe in the sure will of <laughs> Aaron Rodgers pulling one out at Lambeau. But if the Packers lose this game, their their season's over, uh, especially against the Dolphins.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat with my pick on the Packers here. They they they're coming off those two really tough losses, um, so you got to think they're they're out for blood. Yeah, you know, they you know they want they want to get a slaughtering in. So. Uh, it, it, the Dolphins have been playing okay with Brock Osweiler, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's Osweiler versus, um, uh, uh, uh what's, what's his name? Uh, Packers, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Or, er, thank you. Yeah, Aaron he, he's, he, yeah. He's still on the, he's, <laughs> he's still on he's, he's he's, in <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Osweiler versus Rogers. I think, uh, I think we all know who the easy pick there is.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, definitely, definitely, uh, Jerry uh, uh 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 Jeff Garcia I mean I mean uh uh Aaron Rodgers over uh, over uh Brock Osweiler. <laughs> nice, um yeah uh no Jeff Garcia nice
0: where did that come from? <laughs> I
2: don't know. I just know a uh, 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 underrated favorite of mine that that I man awesome critical reexamination. Anyway, um uh, I think this is actually a fascinating uh, thing the Packers are really bad actually. I think in a, in a lot of ways right now and I think they are. It's really interesting because this is, I think, we're seeing the limits of just how far a quarterback can carry a team uh, because they just don't have, even when, they're, even when their defense kind of plays up to its opponent, kind of like they did against the Patriots last week, it's not enough to overcome. I think they just have too massive of a talent deficit, to be honest, as, at their offensive skill position. Their line is bad. Their running game is bad. Um, obviously, you know, Dante Adams is great, but uh, but now, especially with toronto Allison hurt, uh, you know, Marquez Valdez scantling is interesting, but you know he's got a long ways to go. I think I just think they they got a lot of deficits right now that I don't think they're going to be able to overcome enough to to, to get into the playoffs. Uh, I do think they'll beat Miami this week. I'm definitely picking them. I don't buy Miami as as being that good uh, in general right now, uh, even though I know they've been kind of holding their own. But uh, but I also I'll, I'll take the Packers. But
1: I
0: don't I don't like
1: their their outlook. right right now at all yeah fair enough um i made my case for the packers already and and uh i think the the biggest thing to to be concerned about i think as a packer fan is that they do have a handful of injuries but i think one of the biggest that's going to get um kind of pushed under the rug is uh brian balaga um starting uh starting lineman who's been lost for the season and he has been basically uh aaron Rodgers' safety blanket um for many years. And uh, so that's definitely concerning. I think they get by the dolphins this week, but, but the Packers are certainly certainly in trouble here. Um, although I, I could see this being a statement game for Rodgers. I mean, I could, I, if this game is remotely close, I, I just see Rodgers trying to throw four or five touchdowns. Um, and uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, quick, a uh, quick extra question here. we got three questions this week, just because I, I want to add them in their fun. Ro- uh, one more question for you guys here before we get our last one, that you already know about. Uh, more overall fantasy points, um, Kenyon Drake or Aaron Jones,
0: <clears throat> Carly. Mm. Hmm. I think Kenyon Drake has a pretty good matchup here. Take him. I'll go Drake since I yes. have him on my team. <laughs>
2: I gotta think about this. this. is actually a good question. I like this question.
0: I think they both have good matchups.
2: Yeah, they do. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I think. Actually, I think I'm gonna disagree with Curly and take uh take Aaron Jones on this one. I've always liked Aaron Jones. I think he's better than what he's shown. Uh I think this is this is a week where he might break out a little bit. So I'm taking Aaron Jones.
1: Boom. I'm gonna take Jones as well because I, I'm not gonna take Kenyan Drake and because <laughs> I think and because I think Aaron Jones uh was supposed to break out last week. I think he was on his way to it until he uh fumbled and potentially Ugh, I hate to say it again, but cost the Packers their second consecutive game due to a fumble. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you if you look closely, that that game was tied, and the Packers were marching to take the lead uh, when that happened, and then the Patriots obviously turned it around and won by two scores. I think he I don't think he gets punished. I think uh, McCarthy gives him another chance, hopefully, and I think uh, Aaron Aaron um, Jones has a big game against a terrible uh, defense here, uh, rushing defense for the Miami Dolphins. So I'll take Aaron Jones. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to uh, the other Los Angeles team. The Rams face the Seahawks. Um, man, if this was in Seattle, I think it would be a game. Uh, but the uh, the Rams got beat up by the Saints last week. I think they come out angry versus a divisional team. Um, I just think the Rams have way too much firepower for the Seahawks overall.
0: Uh, I'll take the Rams at home. <clears throat> Daniel, you have Russell Wilson on every single team. I'll let you take this one. <laughs> I'm surprised, surprised you didn't pick the Seahawks. Buddy. I
2: know this is, I think this is maybe the first week in a while where I didn't pick the Seahawks actually. Um, but yeah, I mean, how could you really against the Rams at, in Los Angeles? Uh, I, 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 I'll be a pain in the ass by at least saying that I think it's going to be close. I think it's <laughs> going clo- to be closer than people think. That's my say. I think, people, they, usually I think they usually are. They
1: usually are. They play each other. well. They
2: play each other. Well, I think the Rams have shown some vulnerability in the last few couple weeks, few weeks. Um, I think, yeah. I think that, I think that it's, I, I'm not necessarily buying the angry narrative. I think, I think that the the Seahawks might come at him pretty hard and I think it'll be close, but, uh, I definitely think, uh, I definitely think that the Rams will pull it off. But you're right, Sky, just way too much firepower.
1: So also, uh, your boy, Doug Baldwin now has a groin injury to go with his knees. Sweet. Um, so he's, okay. dude, he's toast, bro. Yeah. I mean, this year's over for, I mean, he's not. Technically, like you know, listeners. Sorry, he's not out yeah. technically yet. But um, man, he 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 came out weeks ago when he actually came back and said he wasn't playing at a hundred percent. He's been a shell of himself, obviously statistically, and just kind of been a decoy out there. And uh, now he's got a groin injury too. I mean, I, I you know I've been flicking him shit the entire you know season, but I just feel bad for the guy. He is a good player. We've seen him blow up, but um, just not his not his season this was uh, this is what I was worried about preseason obviously I couldn't predict uh, the groin injury but uh, the knees definitely made me concerned so
2: anyway Rams I'm gonna push back on that a little bit we'll see I'm not I'm not ready to write him off for the year I I mean he played his normal allotment of snaps last week he did get 77 yards last week um, and I'm gonna assume unless until given further notice that this isn't necessarily they might be limiting his reps and it's not uh, a particularly serious injury I think he could still have some utility this year on the purely on the basis of the fact that they don't have a ton of weapons over there in Seattle and as, if he is not badly hurt he could still have a role over there And I think it still end up being pretty pretty decent but but yeah I mean I agree that he's definitely not the, the player that I drafted in the I don't know what I guess, third round or fourth round or something like third round I think so definitely he's nowhere near that ADP um but uh but I'm not I'm not buying that he's that it's a lost season that he's done. We'll see. We'll see how
1: it goes. Yeah, and 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 fair enough. So I so I am clear. Sorry, I got a little fired up there. He he's he's missing practice, and you're right. It could just be the uh the old veteran Wednesday miss a practice, but the groin is a new injury on top of yes. his knees. Yes. Yes. You know, so yes. I'm I'm yes, I'm I'm definitely concerned about that. Right. So, okay, um, all right, Rams big, Rams. Uh, Let's see, we got the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys, their annual matchup on Sunday Night Football. Um, Looks like we pretty much get all of the Cowboys versus whoever else in the uh, NFC East on Sunday Night Football every year. It's uh, pretty annoying. Um, Sorry, sorry, Dallas fans. Uh, (laughs) It just is. Um, But the Eagles are at home. Eagles have been uh, looking really good um, the last couple of games, and uh, the Dallas Cowboys uh, have been looking – Okay, and they certainly looked better with Amari Cooper for sure last week, but the Titans took care of business again. Uh surprising to me versus Dallas on Sunday night football, upsetting them. Eagles at home uh with Dallas coming in on Sunday night football. What you guys have?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Eagles here. Um hesitantly, you know, they just they just haven't looked all that great uh consistently. They look good for like half a game and then they look, you know, bad for the second half or they blow it in the fourth quarter. Uh, but I, I still think the Eagles are are much better of a, just a complete team than the Cowboys. Um, I, I ripped the I ripped the Cowboys a little bit when we were uh, talking about trades on our podcast a couple of days ago, uh, so I won't rip them up too badly again. But yeah, the Cowboys—they're a mess. The the offensive line is so talented, but they're just so poorly coached, and and they're missing assignments. They're missing wide open middle linebackers and letting them run right into the backfield. Um, they're also injured. It, and they're also a little injured. Uh, Dak, like I mentioned on the other podcast, Dak didn't look great. You know, he's he's just forcing the ball in the end zone, throwing interceptions in the end zone is not going to cut it, especially against a high-powered offense like the Eagles. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, Eagles, Eagles for sure here.
2: Yeah, I think I think Eagles, and to, to me, this one is not this not close. I, I think the Cowboys are kind of sad to be. I, I mean, I just think. They have talent. I do agree, Sky, that they they look a little better with Amari Cooper, but but I just think they need to, a little better.
1: They need, a, a little a little, a, bit. little <laughs> a little bit
2: better. They need to retool that entire coaching staff, if you ask me. Um, yeah. That 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 is a disaster over there. Dak um, Prescott rushed twice for 11 yards on Monday night. That is pathetic, to be honest. Yeah. He's got to be using his legs more. I maybe they're trying to protect him. I don't know, but I, to me, they gotta. They got to, he's, he's a mediocre passer. He becomes almost like Cam, he becomes, you know, he's kind of Cam Newton ish in that sense and that he's, he's going to do so much damage with his legs if you let him. And I think that you just gotta, you gotta let him do that. Um, but it's also important to remember that we've seen almost like a full bad season now of Dak Prescott. So I think, um, the, the early sort of beliefs about how good he was were potentially over a little bit exaggerated. Um, Anyway, I think, did, I think I think Dallas's Dallas's offense is in shambles. I think the Eagles are going to smoke
0: them. I heard Jerry Jones on the radio yesterday, and he was asked about uh, the quarterback situation. And he said he said something about Dak Prescott is the long term quarterback.
2: Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. I guess. I, that seems crazy to me right now, but maybe that is. If they do want him to succeed long term, they need to get him a better freaking coaching staff. That's my opinion.
1: Well, he and or they he, need to get and, rid of Jerry and, Jones too. That would yeah, happen. well. Well, yeah, I mean, Jerry, I'm pretty sure Jerry owns the state of Texas. They're not getting rid of him anytime soon. So Although nice. they could get they could get rid of uh Jason Garrett. That would certainly help. Yeah, um, good. I don't think Dak's bad. Dak is too talented to be bad. He's not an amazing quarterback. I was really bullish on him in the preseason. I'm, you know, that's kind of biting me in the ass as well, but I don't think he's not super good, but he's also not this bad. We saw his rookie season, dude. He and Zeke were incredible with Dez I think when Amari gets back in the system they have a little bit more action, you know, they have more game planning with it. I think it'll be okay, but I, I don't think they have a chance against the Eagles here either. Also Sean Lee um is now out for 4 to 6 weeks. Uh that's going to really affect. I mean, it's a huge game for Ertz. How about Golden Tate over the middle without Sean Lee? Are you kidding me, dude? He could have a, he could have 10 catches, 100 yards and a touchdown in his debut.
2: Um as long as as long as they don't feel the need to to ease him in, yeah, he could be amazing.
1: I mean, why, why, yeah, you don't have to ease him. He's not coming in off an of injury. Oh, no. He's fresh. He's had two bye weeks this season. I mean, dude, they're going to fire him up immediately, dude. Uh, Nelson Aguilar hasn't been d- getting it done. I think Golden Tate's going to come in and have a nice game. Alshon's going to be fine on the outside. Ertz and Goddard are two mammoths over the middle. Um, I just think they pick him apart the whole game. Also, uh, Darren Sproles is coming back. So now the Eagles have four running backs, uh, just to piss off fantasy owners a little bit more. Um <laughs> So I'd stay away from all of them personally, yeah. but I think it's a big game for Wentz. I think it's a big game for the Eagles. I think they pick it up, uh, pick it up pretty handily uh, on Sunday night football as well. Let's go to the game of the week, Monday night football. <clears throat> the, San, the San Francisco 49ers of Santa Clara head in, uh <laughs> are at home versus the New York football giants. This one is going to be a doozy. Uh, Let's see. Which team do you think scores an offensive touchdown first? San Francisco, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna.
2: Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take San Francisco. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take San Francisco. It's
1: gonna be true. Okay. Yeah. And we'll get our picks here in a second. But our last question of the week is: uh, more fantasy points, Nick Mullins or Eli Manning? Oh, hands down,
0: Nick Mullins is the rookie of the year now. Look at him go.
2: What was it with well, Curly? Was it you who sent around that list of uh, NFL debuts over the past? Oh man, it's, it's it's a it's a. Needless to say, it's a concerning list. The top NFL debuts of all time. He shared a good list to be on. Sharing list with the likes of I can't even remember who was on there now. It was not. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Um. Anyway, I'll I'll go ahead and take Mullins though, mostly because I think Eli's incredibly bad. Um.
1: But uh, but yeah, I'll take Mullins also for fun. Okay, and uh, really quick, highest passer rating in NFL debut, minimum 15 attempts. Marcus Mariota, 2015, 158.3, which is perfect, 100%. Nick Mullins, second, 151.9. Third, RG3, 2012, 139.9. Fourth, TJ Rubley, 1993, 137.1. And Jim Everett, 1986, 136.6. So,
2: of of phantom sack fame
1: and i hate i hate to say this already because i love marcus Mariota, but i I mean right now currently i think nick mullins is the best quarterback on this list yeah oof, yeah yeah
2: Yeah. something like that
1: rough (laughs) all right well uh i will i'm gonna take the niners uh they're at home um they're playing well uh they beat a horrendous team in the giants or i'm sorry the uh, the raiders but i think the giants are like uh you know a little bit less horrendous. I mean, you know, let's be honest. Eli can still throw the uh, ball-ish. Odell and Saquon are, you know, top three at their, you know, top three to five at their respective positions. But the rest of the team is horrendous. I think the Niners, as many losses as they have this season, I think Nick Mullins is the real deal. Um, I think, you know, Brita hopefully is healthy enough. Uh, Kittle, Goodwin, hopefully they get him rolling and Garcon that who seems to be a weapon all of a sudden, I just, uh, I just see the Niners having too many weapons at home, uh, you know, fired up off a, off a W the only way I think the giants get this one is if, uh, if Eli and Odell do click or Saquon can get free for a couple um, because I think the Niners overall will, will play, will play uh, better for,
0: for an entire game. So oh, yeah. I'll take uh
1: I'll take the Niners uh, as well. Yeah, the,
0: Monday uh, night. Football. They'll, they'll that definitely night. they'll definitely be playing much more inspired football too. I think the Niners have a you know they just have a lot more better energy going there, and the, the Giants just have so much negative. The New York Football Giants they just have so much negative energy. So yeah, that's, that's an easy one for the Niners.
2: I want to take a, okay. I want to take just a, just a audio clip of you saying the Niners have too many weapons. I, I love.
1: That. <laughs> 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 fired up. Cool. Well, why don't you guys switch gears? Uh that that's going to do it for the the week uh NFL picks. Why don't you guys switch gears here quick while I run off uh, the stats from last week and uh let's see uh Curly, why don't we start in the uh all in or fold league sure. with you and then we'll get into our um listener league. Uh let's see last week Man, last week was a killer week for Curly. Not so much for Daniel. No, wait,
2: we don't have so We can we can just skip that.
0: <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> well, well, we, should, we should we should talk run second about second this, second Daniel. Week, second week oh. in a
2: row, I got to grovel to your ass, Curly. We need just to talk
0: to... about your feelings, Daniel. How how's your fantasy team going? <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> well, this that's... isn't this isn't even the fantasy team. This is this is just straight up picks. So oh, the oh, picks. Oh, but, oh, I thought you were talking about matchups already. Oh yeah. No, oh, no, no. I,
2: I took the Bills last week. For fuck's sake! Of course
1: it's bad. Jesus Christ. I'm okay. well, I'm, I'm, well,
0: I'm, comfortable, I'm comfortable with that.
1: I mean, you know, not not to be disrespectful, but if if we're, you know, if we're burying you, we need to throw extra dirt cuz you didn't only take the bills, you took the Raiders. So let's just make sure we get them both uh, both on the on the record there. Anyway, you know, it's really quickly, more reasonable here. at the time. <laughs> last week. Last week Curly was an unprecedented 11 and 13. Uh let's see, 11 and 2 uh for 13 total games, 11 and 2 for Curly, very nice. I was in second place, but way back at eight and five, Daniel seven and six uh, for, so Daniel and I are tied all of a sudden uh, five games back from Curly. So Daniel and I are tied at 82, 51 and two and Curly five game lead overall at 87, 46 and two on the season. Looking good. And, and, and one more time, uh, one more time here in week 10 The bye week teams are the Ravens Vikings Texans and Broncos.
2: Considering uh, considering we all had the same picks this week, I'm guessing it's not going
1: I know, I was just gonna- <laughs> Not going to change much, but you know, that that won't be every week. That's it's so funny cuz we do we do them separately and it just happens to work like that. That that is how it is. So, um, okay, without any further ado, let's get into our uh, fantasy check-ins. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy?
2: caught
1: in a landslide no, escape from reality open your eyes
2: what can you do i mean there's nothing you can do you can't do anything there's nothing we can't do we couldn't throw we throwing interceptions just, just man. It's we just got our totally kicked we couldn't do diddly poo offensively. We couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't try to run the ball. We couldn't complete a pass.
1: This team is going to the playoffs.
2: D- playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me?
0: Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Another game. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook.
1: Uh, Curly, why don't you start us off in the all-in or fold
0: league? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) You listeners might be able to piece together who I might have played last week. Uh, I I played our friend Daniel here on the podcast. uh, And we were, yeah, it was a great battle between us uh, playing for, pretty much playing for third place, second place now. Um, second place now second place now so yeah i'm tied for second but uh so yeah I, I i beat daniel 182 to 140 uh this week i'm going with patrick mahomes todd Gurley, james connor Devontae adams solid foundation uh marvin jones is back in my wide receiver two slot oj howard at tight end Kenyon drake in the flex and matt brita in the flex i'm I'm hurting for wide receiver flexes this week because I have Sammy Watkins uh, injured and John Brown is on a bye. So Uh, they have good matchups. So hopefully they don't, you know, hopefully they don't crap all over my team this week, though. Um, Going with the Jets defense against the Buffalo Bills, a, a sweet matchup there and Mason Crosby at kicker. And let's see, let's take a look at my matchup. this The week. old Pittsburgh Feelers. The old Pittsburgh. one of the best, one of the silliest uh, team names in our league, Pittsburgh Feelers. Uh, he's going with Jared Goff, Tevin Coleman, Mike Davis, Tyreek Hill, Brandon Cooks, Benjamin Watson, Robert Woods, and Kenny Galladay in his uh, flex, and Panthers defense, and Matt Pratter. Uh, I'm projected at 169, and he's projected at 130, so... Uh, so hopefully, like I said, I, I think this is a pretty easy win for me this week. Uh, though I am a little nervous having Kenyon Drake and Matt Breida in my flexes, so hopefully they don't, hopefully they don't crap all over my team. I need this win to to sneak into, you know, to glide into the playoffs. I'd say. Cool, fair enough, Daniel. Do you want to do it, or you want me to?
2: Uh, you do it. <laughs>
1: okay. So last week, uh, last week I faced our our good brother Todd. Uh, good old TB. Uh, I got the W, 169-146. I outlasted the Michael Thomas explosion, uh, which was which was uh, thankful there, and um, remained undefeated. And this week, um, Daniel and I play each other here. Uh, so back-to-back, uh, Daniel's got Curly and I back-to-back here in the uh, League of Record. <clears throat> and let's see, I'll explain my team, and you can explain yours. And then Curly, why don't you kick us off in the uh, Listener League as well once we're done here. Um, Let's see, so I am rocking Aaron Rodgers, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, uh, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Trey Burton, Aaron Jones, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, the Bills D, and Greg Zerline, although I love that matchup with Goskowski versus Tennessee, so we'll see what I do at the kicker position there, but the rest of my lineup's pretty, pretty squared up. How's your team looking this week?
2: Well, let's see. I'm looking... <laughs> at uh russell wilson at qb i'm looking at uh melvin gordon and james white at the running back position james white fresh off a 31 point performance one of the few things that went truly right for me last week um but i think we can put to bed any any discussions about whether or not he's for real even once sony michelle comes back um ty hilton larry fitzgerald at the wide receiver position right now rolling with jack doyle at tight end Tariq Cohen, and right now, Dante Moncrief as my other flex, pretty much because I believe – it sounds like it's going to come down to the wire, but my belief is that Gronkowski does not play this week uh, with that yeah. one him going into a bye next week. So, uh, so if he plays, I might sub him in as another flex and play him in addition to Doyle. Uh, Doyle but, uh, but right now, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm going with Dante Moncrief. Um, and uh, Packers D and Harrison Butker at the kicker. I'm projected to lose to Sky by a fuck ton. Let's see what is, it? <laughs> is it tw- 28, 28 points as of right now. Now I'll take the I'll take the under on that.
1: Uh, but not <laughs> by that much. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And uh, let's get an update here on the uh, standings: nine and zero for yours truly, Curly, uh, kicking down the doorstep here at six and three. Looks like I got a three game lead, which is which is huge. Uh, getting ready for the playoffs, but uh, Curly. Our buddy Ulysses and Todd are both six and three. And then Daniel, the Lone Ranger at five and four. Um, so uh, the, the top uh, six teams in this league make the playoffs. So uh, currently all three of us in the in the running there. So
0: um, let's move on to the uh, listener league. And uh, Curly, why don't you kick us off in this one as well? Sure. So yeah, I had another win last week and it was, uh, I had a pretty easy matchup, but I had a ton of guys on by. Uh, so I was pretty proud of myself. It was just grabbing, <laughs> grabbing whatever fricking pieces I could find on the waiver and throwing in the, throwing them in there. Um, holy cow. It, it, any, any week that I can win uh, with, uh, with Jordan Howard and uh, Frank Gore as my running backs. It's a, that's a good week for me in fantasy, but this week, I got I got a lot of my guys back, but I had a really tough matchup. I'm playing the uh, the number one offense, uh, the number one team in our league. But I'm going with Andrew luck, David Johnson, Sony Michelle, hopefully he's, uh, he's fully healthy and back. Uh, Josh Gordon and Sammy Watkins maybe. man, it sounds like Sammy Watkins is out. I gotta slip him out. Um, OJ Howard uh, and then at the flex, I have Jordan Howard again, Duke Johnson. Uh, and yeah, yeah Stefan Diggs on a buy this week is pretty tough. Uh, and Demarius Thomas is also on a buy this week. So, so I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to slip a couple guys in there for Sammy Watkins. Like I said, a really tough matchup this week against Drew Missick. Uh, he's in first place. I'm in second place. So we're battling for first place. This is pretty cool. Uh, he has Patrick Mahomes, Dion Lewis, Matt Breida, Tyreek Hills, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh David Njoku, Alvin Kamara, Austin Echolar, uh Texan's defense still, so he's got to slip them out because they're on a buy, and then he's got uh good old Robbie gold for his kicker yeah man drews Drew's team is pretty good doing well <clears throat> doing well, but uh,
1: and it's so funny, man, he's seven, one and one, and you're seven and two, so that tie
0: <laughs>
1: that tie is putting him in first place right now, man, but you're right on his coattails, dude, get him. Get him, get him, get him. Cool. Okay, uh, Dana, why don't, you, uh, why don't you jump in here?
2: Yep. All right, coming off of a loss to uh, our old friend Paul Borowski last week. Uh, it was kind of a nail-biter. I lost by what, by eight points. Um, it was a rough week for me when you got, you know, Kenny Galladay, who was supposed to be going bonkers with the departure of Golden Tate, uh, got an overwhelming seven points. John Brown got four points, given that Flacco has gone back to being Flacco um so really had a had a rough week i still like this team overall a lot more than i than i think the uh the uh the record but yeah well you
0: still have the most points scored in this league too so yeah yeah, you have a really good team
2: yeah i like overall i like my receiving core i like that i still have golden tate as as we were talking about earlier um uh you know he should he should be set up to do relatively well in philly so so we'll see how it goes but anyway here's what i'm going with this week uh let's see uh russell wilson a quarterback uh, good to have Joe Mixon back at running back. I really struggled at that position last week. Uh, rolling right now, at least, with Mike Davis as my as my other running back. It looks we'll – It's look a good out. call. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It looks like – my sense is that Chris Carson might not play. Even if he does, he might be relatively limited. So, uh, I think he's going to be my guy at the moment. Uh, rolling with my my pretty awesome receiving core of Antonio Brown, Devontae Adams, um, and then George Kittle at the tight end. Two flexes. I'm going with Golden Tate and and – Giving Kenny Galladay another try. Hopefully, he can kind of rekindle that early season magic. Uh, the Jets, D, who I think are going to put up some big numbers against the Bills, and uh, Jake Elliott of the Philadelphia Eagles is my kicker. Uh, I'm going up against Jonathan Rifkind, uh, and he is thrown out. Let's see, Big Ben at the quarterback, Saquon Barkley and Tariq Cohen at running back, uh, Marvin Jones and Devin Funches at the wide receiver position, Zach Hertz at tight end kenyon drake and mike williams at the flex uh bills d and adam vinatieri at the kicker um now i have a question for you all really quickly in terms of so i own chris thompson in both of my leagues is he worth a roster spot at this point what's your guys take
1: curly go ahead uh I'm going to check. I'm going to check. Sorry. uh, Just stall here. I'm going to check his, his uh, up, up to the moment. I just want to make sure he returned.
0: Let's see.
2: Play This week. But I'm just wondering if he's, if he's uh, given, given just in general, how limited that team is in terms of their weapons, is he worth holding on to?
1: See, it's okay. It's, it's rough the way that you put it a roster spot. Yeah. Like sure. If he's not done for the year. Right. Um, Obviously not worth starting if he's out clearly, but um, <laughs> you're basically saying, do you hold him or do you drop right. him? That's but, exactly. Uh, right I, mean, I mean, he's,
2: he's not, not startable until he's active and actually going to get in in a matchup that where they're going to use him. But uh, but uh, so the the question is is a do you you know there's two ways that could go wrong. One, he never gets healthy, or two, this is Adrian Peterson's team now. And Chris Thompson isn't even going to have much of a role when he, if he even if he is healthy. So I'm. I'm concerned
1: well, they're going
0: to they're going to ride AP till the wheels fall off. That's yeah, for sure. Right. Um, and looking at playoff schedule, he plays uh, week thirteen, Philadelphia. If he's healthy, uh, I, I'd be comfortable playing playing him against Philadelphia because they'll probably you know it'll probably be a uh, uh, a pretty high scoring game there. Then he plays the Giants and then Jacksonville in week 14 and 15 and then Tennessee. So I don't think I would want to I, throw him out in any of those. I don't match-ups. like it, dude. Yeah.
1: I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. Um I'm looking at the rest of your team here. Yeah, Doug please. Martin, you you have Capri Bibbs who's the other Chris Thompson, so you're safe there. It's kind of like the handcuff of a handcuff. Yeah. So that was a good that was a good move there. Uh Joe Mixon of course, uh when he gets back off a of bye, you'll you'll put him every single week. Um and you have uh, Wendell Smallwood and Mike Davis. I think Mike Davis is a great pickup dude. Um Chris Carson, you know, will play obviously when he's not hurt. He'll be the starter, but he's battled a couple injuries this year, and Mike Davis has looked just fine. So I think you got a couple quality uh um uh, handcuffs here. And if you know, if if you can keep Chris Thompson just on your IR spot, uh, then I would do that. Otherwise, yeah. um it is the time of year to start looking at handcuffs and depth positions, so um, I would say this, if if you, if you need somebody off the waiver that you think is just a better option overall, I think I'd be okay dropping them. Um, but if you can just keep Chris Thompson on your IR position, yeah. uh, uh, you know, then I would, I would, uh, hold on to him because of the upside there. But, uh, you're right, man, it is a peace team. This, this offense in general is terrible, right. um, right now. And, uh, Chris Thompson's a, you know, just kind of that, that out of the backfield scat back. And, um, often injured you know he went he in a great first half last year great first half this year got hurt last year out for the season hurt this year now i'm definitely worried about it i think you could let him go yeah
2: it's just one of those things for us because he's he's week to week and it's one of those things where he's not ruled out until you know friday or saturday or even sometimes sunday morning and it's like you know, I can't stick him on an IR spot until they do that. So it's frustrating
1: that he's just clogging up a roster spot. But anyway. Well, you can you can keep him on your IR spot as long as you
0: don't move him off of it.
2: I know, but then it won't let me make any any other moves.
0: You know, any moves. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, you you know, can't, yeah, it's really tough dropping him because you have been stashing him for like two freaking months now, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's something.
2: There's something of a sunk cost effect, and I just worry about my running back depth after Mixon. I mean, Doug Martin has been okay, but ultimately the Raiders are playing from behind every game. Uh, you know, and we'll see what happens with Mike Davis. And, you know, you're right in that I do have Capri Bibbs as a handcuff, but you know he's definitely not as talented as Chris Thompson. So, uh, so anyway, we'll see how it goes. I don't mean to derail the, the show that that much, but uh, but no, guys, no, this is your guys' take.
1: Not a derail, man. I mean, we. You know, like I was just mentioning before we got onto the podcast, I've spent, the you know, a handful of hours the last couple of days answering uh, DMs in our Instagram of people hitting me up left and right for trades. Do I trade this guy? Do I trade this package? Who do I pick up with, the, you know, uh, um, you know, schedules for playoffs, uh, you know, making moves. So, like, yeah, we're helping everybody else out, man. We got to help each other, too. <laughs> Um, so really quick, while, while we're here, I'm I'm just curious. This is kind of an interesting concept here because it is the time of year to start looking at the waiver wire and see if it makes sense. Right now on this particular league's waiver wire, of course, all leagues are going to be different. So this is kind of just a tangent. But um, the first, say, five, six names on our waiver wire are uh, Naheem Hines, Frank Gore, Giovanni Bernard, uh, Derek Henry, Alfred Morris, um, Darren Sproles, Kyle Juszczyk. And then it's kind of just, you know, uh, third and four stringers after that. Um I mean Naheem Hines, if Marlon Mack is hurt, I'd pick him back up. Um uh, Gio Bernard, I know you've had Geo Bernard many years. Uh you can just have him sit and he should be your Joe Mixon backup anyway. Yeah. Um Derek Henry's Derek Henry. Eh. uh you know Kyle Uzchek maybe if if uh Brita can't handle it. So I think there's a couple names to yep. maybe recycle Chris Thompson out for if you need to. Yep.
2: Yeah. No that's true. That's true. There's definitely some and I could also just we you know, wait until you know i'm where am I on the waiver wire time yeah I'm also I'm at i think fourth on the waiver wire, so I could wait until somebody really intriguing comes along and then and then make a flip. I actually tried that. I tried to do it this week for Duke Johnson, uh but I wasn't high enough on the waiver wire unfortunately, and i
0: didn't mm. make
2: it but uh but anyway so so maybe you know I could also hold until I find somebody more intriguing, but we'll see we'll see how it goes cool.
1: Fair enough, we'll all wrap it up here uh, Last week I played uh, Greg Kaiser um, Got the W 152 To 103 um, I had Michael Thomas uh, This is a big win, I, I should have got the win Two weeks ago, I was pissed that AJ beat me I just need. I needed that win bad uh, So I'm at 5 and 4 kind of in the In the hunt um, But I, I really should be 6 and 3 That pissed me off uh, But you know, we're just playing for fun anyways So it's, it's chill it should all be 6 um, and 3 god damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh so this week this week i uh i face my five and four uh nemesis uh keith schneider and uh he and i are, are uh, battling for a better better standing spot this week i'm gonna roll with my boy drew breeze um again i just mentioned that this is going to be a big uh, uh mark ingram game i think however i think drew Brees puts up En- like enough fantasy points in the first half I think we'll be fine there I'm going to go with on Johnson and Nick Chubb Michael Thomas Julio Jones Odell Beckham and Mike Evans as my receivers and flex positions and Vance McDonald uh, as the tight end and I'm going to stream the Chiefs defense against the Arizona Cardinals uh, the Chiefs have been pretty porous but honestly uh, not super horrible as of late and uh, Arizona's Arizona. This game's in uh, Kansas City, so I think the Chiefs deal will be okay. And I'm going to stream Josh Lambeau as my kicker for uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars on the road. Mm. Uh, first, uh, the Colts, there's not many other kicking uh, options there. And I just – I thought, you know, the Jags will be able to move the, a ball a little bit against the Colts and uh, probably stall. So, there will be kicking, uh, kicking options there. Um, and my opponent, uh, Keith Schneider, is – going with uh Cam and James Conner. So big uh big Thursday nights. Uh Marlon Mack, uh, assuming he plays, Jarvis Landry, Allen Robinson, assuming he plays. Uh Austin Hooper, Sterling Shepard, the red hot Adam Humphreys. Yeah. Who let's not who let's not forget had eight catches for 82 yards and two touchdowns last week. Uh the Eagles versus Dallas and Greg the Leg Zerline. Um quick Uh, shot at the standings before we get out of here as we mentioned before drew Misick up at the top seven one and one curly right on his heels yep seven two and one Um, curly just a half game back and then uh, daniel is technically leading these uh, third placers but there's one two three four five of us at five and four which is interesting so this is definitely going to get shaken up this week um, so Daniel's five and four, I'm five and four, Curly's seven two, and oh. so uh good luck to you gentlemen this week and um let's have some fun, man. we've got a got some big matchups it's uh we're getting real close to to playoff time here and uh next week we're gonna have to get into a little bit more of the uh of the uh well, curly and I covered on the trade episode, but we're gonna have to start looking ahead on schedules ahead of time when you're looking at the waiver wire and things. so you can start maybe stashing a defense. Uh, stashing extra running backs things like that we'll cover more of that next week Um, so be prepared for that and uh, one more note once again on by baltimore ravens minnesota vikings houston texans and the denver broncos That'll do it. Remember to email us or start, sit, keep trade, cut questions at tcckpod at gmail.com and DM us on the Instagram at the candlestick kids with the hashtag tckpod. pod. Make sure to follow our IG stories throughout the weekend for game day updates. Thank you so much for listening. Good luck in week 10. And for Daniel Sancato and Ryan Curlypara. I'm Sky Guasco and we are out of here.